Welcome to episode 5 of season 2 of 3 Sports Rankers. I'm Callum and I will be your host for this week. As usual, Rob and Sam are with me and today the podium that we are building is for the best sporting cities. A very interesting episode, I hope. Uh, Last week, I actually came out on top for once in an episode that Rob was judging. The, yeah... (laughs) Five okay. points to one as well. It wasn't particularly close. But you quite, were still annoyed. Quite an unruly episode also, we should probably add. Yeah, you, it was... You won the one with the with the handcuffs off and the no rules, yeah. F-bombs everywhere. Or just having a lovely they, time. They you were had a all, lovely time. They were all quotes. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I managed to pick up five points in that episode for the best celebrations in sport. The scores on the doors currently for season two, Rob... Having one episode less than Sam played so far is on 12 points out ahead. Uh, I've squeaked my way into second place on seven, and Sam just behind me on six points. But of course, I won't be getting any points this week. It's up to Sam and Rob to battle it out for those six points. So, uh, narrowing the gap or or stretching it ahead? I don't know. I'm I'm feeling the pressure of being defending champ. It's, it's you, weighing on me quite heavily. How did you find best sporting cities? I when I first heard we were doing it um, after episode three, I was like, I'm really excited for this. Re- I, like, I think this will be a great episode. And the more I've researched, the more I've I've begun to hate this topic with a burning passion. Um, so I'm really not sure how this one's going to go. Again, selling the episode, it's going to be a great listen. I know, it, 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 will, it will be worth listening to, but I, I, um, I don't know, I just, I, I, I struggle with I this a lot more than I thought I would. I kind of see where you're coming from, because I had some places in mind which I thought, oh yeah, well, great cities, you know, some that I'd even visited and certain things stood out. Newcastle, yeah. <laughs> but um, you do find yourself coming back to a few real, very difficult to look past a few, put it that way. It's a, it, I found it really hard... To, to navigate the toss-up between what is a city with like unbelievably passionate sports fans and what is a big global city that hosts everything. And I really struggled the, with the balance between those two. Okay. But I suppose, Callum, it's where you see... It's, it's, it's again comes back to your parameters. Mm. Well, I mean, like, like I said at the, at the back end of last week's episode, it's, it comes down to quantity versus quality and if you can get that balance right then you're you're in for a good points haul i reckon so i'm i'm intrigued to see what you what the two of you have come up with because i certainly when it was when it was pulled out of the hat at the end of episode three i i certainly had some in mind straight away as ones where if i was a contestant i would have them in but you know it'll be interesting to see if the two of you have gone down the same road you may also quick disclaimer here some rustling about in the background Lola is just waiting to keep for a Lola. walk yeah, I'm just trying to keep Lola quiet we will be taking her out for a walk after this episode is finished I'm sure you will somewhere between 30 and 36 minutes right best point in cities He's yeah start. let's uh, let's get on with it then um, because Lola's getting restless uh, and we will start with Rob's bronze because you had a week off Boston Boston is my bronze because you've got four extremely well-established sports teams in the four major American sports. So you've obviously got the Red Sox, nine World Series for them in baseball, New England Patriots, six-time Super Bowl champions, the Celtics in the NBA, 
17 NBA titles and very much... I would even go so far as to say probably the Celtics historically are the most... That's kind of what I thought, but not so much in the recent. Am I right in thinking they've won more NBA titles than anyone else? They're certainly up there. 17. Yeah, they're they're up there, and I think... They're either first or second. And the Patriots are now tied first. The pa- Patriots are tied for first with the Steelers. Yeah, um, but obviously you've got the Bruins as well. Six Stanley Cups. Yeah, the Bruins recently are, contesting the I, Stanley Cup. Do you know Cup. what? I'd, I'd go so far as to argue that historically the Red Sox have, are the worst franchise of the four. And you know they said like a true Yankees fan. Because well, I mean they had they had a hundred years of a hundred years of literally no success. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean the Patriots have only really had success in the last twenty years, but. Um, I'm intrigued to hear more of your argument, Rob. I was going to say I could just let you do it for me. <laughs> um, so there, there you four massive American sports teams in Boston. Also, can't overlook the Boston Marathon as well, which is one of the most famous city marathons and really vies London for participation, especially in the amateur races. Um, and then when you look into it a little bit deeper, because I thought there's going to be other aspects to this. You heard of the Longwood Cricket Club, the uh, oldest tennis, the actual tennis venue, the, te- the oldest tennis venue in the world. Yeah, host, hosted the GB USA first ever Davis Cup title. Uh, never heard of it, no. no. <laughs> but uh, a historically very large venue for the history of tennis, and apparently they've got a world class yachting venue. And this is the bit that I love about Boston, uh, possibly more so than anything else. This is the bit. This this bit right now. Apparently they invented the sports bar culture. Oh, there we go. That I mean, that's a big plus. I, in fact, I have, I would, I have I would, been to Boston. There are a lot of sports yeah, bars. And, and I didn't know this, but apparently the, the concept is, uh, basically was fostered in Boston with the obviously the, the local teams that one supported. But the three of us are... We're connoisseurs of the sports bar, put it that way. And... The, <laughs> and uh, I, I thought that was a nice little a nice little tidbit at the end there. So Boston is my bronze, a very well stocked sporting city. That is that is a great little tidbit, and it's I didn't know that, and it's all, if I'd known that, I might have bumped up to gold rather than just having Boston in silver, which is where I have ah. got the city of Boston for every reason you just laid out. Um, it's very much in like Cameron said in, very, in in the quantity versus quality balance. The quality of of the sports teams in Boston is unparalleled. There is no other city that has, across such a range of sports, such high quality and the number of titles. And this was this was my my um, my favourite hub. Stat. It feels like it's a real kind of beating hub of sport. And if and you, yeah, exactly. And the people there live and breathe sport. And and this stat uh, I really like. So people in Boston pay a higher price for tickets than anywhere else in the US. So on average, fans will pay, I think it was, I haven't actually written it down, I think it was $118 fans will pay for an event. So it is hugely popular, more so than any other. Because you think maybe, you know, New York, maybe LA, places like that. But I think Boston is more of a sports city. New York and LA has other elements to it. But I think for Boston, the people there, as far as I'm concerned, they live and they breathe sport. And while it doesn't necessarily have the quantity of sports it's very much your american sports the marathon um the quality for me is what made boston force its way onto my list in silver okay well as a as a yankees and ravens fan who hates the patriots and the red Sox, can we crawl out of boston and hear your uh hear your bronze answer bronze. 
Uh, so what's going to be going up against Boston, yeah. basically? What's going to be going up against Boston is... Uh, we're going to go the other side of the world, Tokyo. Now, Tokyo's an interesting one, because historically, it maybe isn't this big sports city, but I think it's probably growing as a sports city more than any other city in the world currently. And I think if we if we did this in 20 years' time, it might even be gold. It might be top. Um, so we're just running through some of the stuff that Tokyo has done. So it's already hosted one Summer Olympics. It's hosting the Olympics again next year. Just on the Olympics next year, if you want an idea of how popular it is, because I'm trying to get tickets. I can't. It's basically impossible, because yeah. in Japan on its own, there have already been over 10 million people who've registered to try and get tickets. So... I can't even get tickets for like the synchronized swimming. Like it's a nightmare. Really struggling. I don't think I'm going anymore. I'm very sad about that. The attendances um, are going to be out of this world. They are going to be out of this world. Because the national t- ticket allocation sold out in like half an hour or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 It's and crazy. it's because the, the, the Japanese people have a, a incredible love of sport that I think us from a sort of Western point of view don't fully understand. Yeah, like can't they, quite appreciate. And there's also a, a patriotism to... That that was the next point I was going to make. Japan, is they have is... they give their sports stars superstar status yeah. so quickly. Kei Nishikori, for example, just to use one as an example, just to use a tennis example, just to use a tennis example, <laughs> has he, to get in he, there somewhere. He has higher sponsorship deals than I think any tennis player in the world. He's not. I mean, he's he's never won a Grand Slam. Who's so the pitcher? The Japanese uh, Shohei Otani, yeah. another one held as an absolute icon in Japan. Naomi Osaka's now on her way there as well. She said she can't, you know, when she goes home, she can't walk the streets anymore. She's recognised everywhere she goes. And it's, I say, it's improving so much and it's it's widening as a city. It's it's sports culture. It's got, uh, it's one of the host cities for the Rugby World Cup. It's hosted world table tennis, Asian games, world judo, volleyball, ice hockey, athletics, figure skating, trampolining. It's held world championships for all of them. Um, it, internally in Japan... It's the home of the... It's not Japan, it's Tokyo. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Internally in Japan, it's the Federation... Sorry, I, th- I thought you... Apologies, I thought you were talking about what Japan had hosted. No, 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 this is this is what Tokyo has yeah. hosted. Sorry, I should have made that more clear. This, All those world championships have Major been hosted in events. Tokyo. I mean, it's got the Olympics next year, and it has already hosted the Olympics. That's pretty major, if you ask me. Um, judo. <laughs> world judo championships. Yeah, but just made the list. <laughs> Okay. Volleyball, by the way, I know we don't really appreciate it over here, but it's the fifth high, fifth most played sport globally in the world. So I know it's not big in the UK, so you guys can scoff at it if you want, but it's a big world championships globally. We were, we were scoffing fi- at the judo. It's the fifth highest played sport in the world. By participation figures, yes it is, yeah. Uh, it's the home <laughs> of the Japanese Sumo Association, which is the point I was trying to make about the fact that the the Japanese sport of sumo wrestling, the home of it is in Tokyo. Um, it's the home of rugby in Japan. It's also hosted various UFCs, big boxing fights, including Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas. And what I, what the, the thing I sort of started with that I'm going to end with as well is just the respect and the love for sport that Japanese people have. And that is centred in, in Japan, in Tokyo. I suppose it's something which our generation might have a slight lack of appreciation. A- you know, we, we might yeah. gain that in this summer's olympics and and garnering the and getting an appreciation and seeing firsthand what the local people how they believe in their sport but for me i, I find it incomparable to a city like 
Boston because and obviously you'll agree. Well, so do I. I put yeah. Boston above, but in I, my list, I think that, and it's this is obviously going to come down to what I've got as silver. But for me, Boston, it's the iconic high level sports clubs with a, with a few additions, which really put it out there. What what? So I I had a real toss up for bronze between Tokyo and Paris. Just as those were my two choices. The reason and Paris obviously has you know amazing parts to it as well Tour de France stuff like that brilliant long history and it has a rich history of sport but what I think Tokyo has now is and I said at the start again I think in 20 years time it will be held as one of the the greatest sports cities and I think actually in two years time after next year's Olympics I think we just like you said Rob we will have more of an understanding more of a cultural understanding I think it will be interesting and and a lot of people sometimes scoff and much less so at for instance an Olympics being held in a city like Tokyo and in Asia, but you know there is a very west. I'm sure you agree a very kind of westernized, almost arrogance, I suppose, yeah, to, to to where sports go. And you know, for instance, the World Cup going to Russia and putting on a phenomenal tournament was a bit of an eye opener of, oh, okay, not all Russians are cyber hacking terrorists who will attack you in the street. It's just, you know, uh, you can you can... your stereotypes, not ours, Rob. No, but what I'm saying is. I think we can all appreciate that there was a lot of trepidation there before the, the 2018 yeah. World Cup. And, you know, it will be interesting to see how things change when, or at least an appreciation changes when things go over to Tokyo. And I, I really think it will. I, I really do. It was, for me, it was, I say, as a tennis fan, it was learning about Kane Shikori and his sponsorships a few years ago that made me go, oh, okay, Japanese people really like their sport. And I, I looked into it and did the research. And it is something that we are very naive to. Um, in the West. Yeah, I totally agree with you, but I just wonder if maybe there's not been enough... I mean, I know they've hosted two, or are about to host two Olympics. Um, I just wonder if maybe there's not been quite enough major sporting events, teams, or things of that ilk in Tokyo for it to beat uh for for it to beat Rob's choice of Boston in bronze but we'll find out at the end of the episode. It's probably determined by what I've chosen as silver. It almost it? certainly will be determined by what you've chosen as your silver. Already been mentioned Paris. Paris, New York. Okay. <laughs> but the reason being, so similar um entries to the major American sports, you've got the Yankees who were obviously the dominant baseball franchise. Thank you. <laughs> I know who's judging this episode. Uh, the Knicks. I'm, I'm staying true to myself. Rob. Yeah, one. Well, yeah. Uh, the Knicks, the NBA side. Uh, we probably, again, not quite of Celtics level, but uh, the Giants. And I want to just throw in a slight caveat to, to the Giants here in the NFL. The MetLife Stadium is what? in New Jersey, but they do represent New York, so I know that's what kind of getting. where I'm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, maybe don't accept my caveat, but my <laughs> my caveat nonetheless was it's seen as one of the greatest and most revolutionary sports stadiums in the world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the most expensive and the most kind of state of the art. I know everything the Spurs have done this and that, but they're the stadium for the New York team, whether you can count it or not. It was never really that important. Um, the Rangers, the NHL side. Four Stanley Cups. Those four. Um, this is what pit, this is part of what pipped it to Boston. So those four franchises have a combined profit per year profit of one point four five billion dollars. I, which is more so than any other city in 
America. Don't believe commercial success should dictate whether a city no. is a sporting city or not. But you just argued that Tokyo's and Japanese sports stars' commercial success is a reason for Tokyo to be in bronze. In terms <laughs> of... Because I, 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 obviously New York was one that I had consideration of. But I, firstly, I wanted cities from different countries. And in my eyes, the quality of sport in Boston and Boston being more of a sports city. So having kind of, I don't want to sound like a detriment to Boston, but less about it elsewhere. So Okay, well then this is what ties into what I'm about to okay. add. So before I move on, I just want to say that they've also got the Red Bulls and New York City. Historically, if you want to say history, they were formed in, what, the 90s? New York Red Bulls, one of the most successful and one of the most iconic uh, MLS sides. New York City, if I throw the in 20 years arguments time, <laughs> they probably will be. Um, and actually, again, you could argue this isn't massively important, but all of the headquarters for the NBA, the MLB, the NFL and the NHL, as well as the MLS, are all in New York. So I don't know if that makes any difference, but the, the headquarters for all those sports are in New York. But the one that I wanted to come back to, apologies for a bit of a roundabout way, is Madison Square Garden was a massive part of why New York comes in above Boston for me, because it brings in the international element and the hosting of those massive boxing bouts and also all the other numerous iconic events that would have been held, sport or non-sport, but obviously we're talking sport in this sense, to Madison Square Garden and when I was totting up the two I just felt like Madison Square Garden was that trump card that despite the slightly more successful teams you would argue being in Boston although I think the Yankees probably offsets that to a degree Madison Square Garden is a massive part of why I think that New York and don't get me wrong Sam I also didn't want to include two cities from the same country but I found it very very difficult to ignore it I, this Yeah, this is kind of where debate I was having with myself beforehand of trying to separate, kind of do it like a pound for pound thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like trying to separate, um, I'm really not phrasing this very well, but trying to separate what is effectively just a massive city, so by default hosts with, loads of sport, yeah. compared with something, so Boston was the example, obviously, that I, I landed on where it's sm- it's much smaller, but the quality of the sport I get where you're coming from, pound yeah. for pound. Yeah. But I, basically, I didn't. My my one my the thing I, I struggle with is I didn't just want to have three of the biggest cities in the world who like by default have these massive arenas, and because the re- the reason I didn't pick Paris is because I think when people think Paris, they don't think oh what a great sporting th- city. They think oh city of love. That's true. Like it has, and the same with LA. People think LA, you don't go oh what great sporting you city. Hollywood. You go Hollywood. And I kind of have that with New York as well. I think, oh, New York, the Big Apple, Times Square. Like, it's not the first thing that comes into my head. And probably the same with Tokyo, realistically. It might not be the first thing, but it came closer to being a sporting city as it's um, as the, the main thing I think of than New York. And that was where it fell down a little bit for me. I don't like, neither of us are kind of going in on the other person's argument yeah, no, really. I mean, but it's just going to be where the differentiation beca- comes from from Cam's point of view I suppose yeah I think um, there's definitely a um, there's there's a tough tough decision as usual to be made by uh, the host of the podcast but I think certainly for me 
you know, when best sporting cities came out, there were some which sprang to mind straight away. And I think it would be interesting to see if either of you have gone with any of them for your gold picks. Um, and the one I want to hear first is Sam's. I, I have a feeling we've picked the same thing, but I'm not sure. Go on. I've got London as my gold. London. London. Because we're British. And no, I I actually really didn't want to pick London because I didn't know, want it to come across exactly as Exactly like the same. We're a British podcast. I, I went back and I thought, I need. I, I don't want this to be London. I want to find a an interesting reason to argue something else. But actually, you know, whether you want to say it or whether I want to say it, you come back to it and it's pretty much unrivaled. We can probably just alternate if you want. Three Summer Olympics... Uh, now it's your turn yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> I actually went so your three summer olympics comes in yeah that was my third but Callum just looked at my notes so I, I wrote judo out judo championships no 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 even better I wrote out in what I consider to be order of importance okay so go on three summer olympic games uh, hosts the oldest tennis grand slam Wimbledon uh, hosts the darts world championships annually <laughs> go on Rob you can take over from there established premier league giants Arsenal Chelsea Tottenham to a degree and then you've got the long-standing historical clubs like Crystal Palace QPR Fulham three of which were in European Cup finals last year if you want just recency yeah you going to mention West Ham at any point? We said- Wimbledon <laughs> <laughs> they were a good team as well yeah, yeah. also a good team uh, Wembley world famous kind of football and seven Champions, and other- seven Champions League finals it's hosted yeah. and, and, and but also I think Wembley is is kind of entering that Madison Square Garden territory where you know you think about the other things it's hosted, Frotch Groves in our lifetime comes I saw to mind. Fly there many years ago. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, Twickenham, yep. twenty fifteen Rugby yep. World Cup. There's Saracens. There's Harlequins. There's London Irish, London Marathon. We mentioned the Boston Marathon. The London Marathon, obviously, from an amateur and a professional point of view. Colossal, two of the biggest and famous cricketing venues in the world. Yeah, Lords, Oval. Lords and the Oval. The, something I picked up on: uh, MLB, NFL, and NBA all come all over coming. during yeah. the season to host games here. I had that as well, and then in the similar way to you know what we talked about in Madison Square Garden and bringing worldwide appeal, you've got the O2, and then for your poshos, you've got your boat race and your ascot. Yeah, <laughs> hosted world champions for athletics, badminton, cricket, track, cycling, squash, racket, lawn, so all the big sports. God. <laughs> Do you think uh, you'll be able to clip that out? Possibly. Right, yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. It, I, I like we. I say. I feel. I, I had a feeling we might have both gone for London when you didn't pick gold. I also had a feeling that we would both come at it from the same way of like, I really don't want to pick it because I don't want to come across to as be like that guy. The, the British centric. Yeah, it's, but, but it just. I think it just but, you is. know. And, and if you're listening to this and you disagree, like. Do let us know why you genuinely yeah, disagree because absolutely. this is coming from two people who genuinely didn't want to have London as, as the gold pick. But it's, it, I think when you start to go through, you realise that whether you're going historically or breadth of sport or achievements or simply on Olympic pedigree, it's very, very difficult it to look past London. It ticks every box of quantity, every box of quality. Uh, there was, I just couldn't really... Would you have gone that. for London? Uh, do you know what? This was one of the few things that I've one of the few ones that I've, I've hosted which I actually did have a think about what I would have in my top three and like you two I didn't want to have London first but like you say there's I think that I think the clincher for me with London was that there there's so many places 
in London, which are like the home of X, Y, Z. So like the home of football, yeah. the home of cricket, the home of um, tennis. darts, tennis. The home, sure, the home of darts. Why not? Um, you know, there were so many. There were so many places like that that you can't overlook London. And you know, like you say, the O2 or you know all the multi-use venues in London. O2 the Copper box, yeah. the places those like legacy that. venues from twenty twelve, velodrome, yeah, diving, yeah. and the uh, swimming pool. Yeah. So many, so many places like that across London, and I think it's you know XL Arena. They host events there, and you know York Hall, world famous boxing event. It's not not very big, but so so well known. And I think that the yeah, just the breadth and depth of sport in London is is pretty unrivaled in terms of quantity of sports quality of teams mm. quality of athletes that come round, and like you say sam the um american sports coming over to play there is you know that wasn't actually a point that i thought about but an unbelievable reason for L- london to be number one i think the only other i was trying to figure it out the only other place they might go annually is mexico but i'm not sure if all three go you might baseball, know better than baseball me. and baseball or, and football or saudi arabia for very different reasons <laughs> But that's not an annual thing. They come to London and and I think it's the fact the numbers are increasing each year as well. We have four NFL matches this year rather than three. It's yeah. No decision on gold then. But there are there's a big, big decision to be made uh, for bronze and silver, Callum. What are you going Um, going for? It is a tough one because you know, Boston and New York are both huge sporting cities with major teams and you know headquarters in New York and you know the the history of the Boston Marathon and the was it the Longwood Longwood Cricket Club Cricket Club that is like the oldest tennis club in the world so yeah the Longwood Cricket Club which I didn't know about and the yachting venue and Boston inventing sports bar culture which you know we have a lot to thank them for and really. an awful lot where are we going I think, later I think we will later on as well <laughs> yeah we're probably going to a sports in. bar later that's on that's um, that's and god we sound know, so laddie don't we and then we're so not lads we, yeah. to, you know <laughs> Tokyo our own podcast on our days off Tokyo hosting two Olympics like you say Sam it's a it's a fast growing city for sports there's a lot of superstar you know superstar sports people from tokyo or at least you know from japan that are centered in tokyo you know you mentioned Sho- and they hosted the world judo championship you, you mentioned forget. you mentioned shohei otani you mentioned <laughs> kei nishikori and uh, naomi osaka you know they've they've had ichiro even in uh, in baseball who you know he's retired this season but he was the superstar in not just Japanese baseball, but world baseball for a good 10 years. Um, so, you know, Tokyo is a really good one that I hadn't actually considered. And like you say, I think it is because of the sort of Western perception yeah. of Tokyo and Japan as a as a whole. And that was something I don't know if I got across well enough today, but I was really trying to sort of promote I think and, the one, and educate people yeah. on and I think the one thing I would say culture. if we're just going to, and I know we haven't really gone at each other too much in this episode, we've had a lot to agree on, Tokyo, and you've made, made the point yourself, definitely one for the future. I wonder if it is right now. That's the thing. Is it, is it, a, is it one of the three biggest sporting cities at present? And I do like that you know you came at it and said, I, I want three from three different... Not just countries, but continents. Well, as well, yeah, three different countries, three different continents. But I think I'm going to have to... I'm going to go silver first, actually, and I'm going to give it to New York because... 
Rob made the point, you know, they have the multi-use venues like like uh, London does. You know, they have the Madison Square Garden. And I, I wrote down here Flushing Meadows. Neither of you even mentioned it. Oh, my God. It. I, I, I didn't want to give him more ammo, did he? But obviously I thought about Flushing Meadows. God, it completely slipped off, but yeah. Flushing yeah. Meadows, I mean, New York Marathon is pretty well known. It's one of the, I think it's one of the five major marathons, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, you know, profits, the, the profits of New York sports teams are through the roof. I mean, the Giants and Jets haven't been particularly good, but they're still two of the most That's profitable teams in the That's why I involved it, because it was almost, um, despite the slightly lesser tier compared to, you know, when you look at the Rangers and the Jets compared to the Bruins... Um, it's still incredibly impressive for the numbers. I, I mean, I I didn't include it because my early my and uh, Boston forced its way onto their via its quality. But I said to you, Callum, a few a few weeks ago, I said I will really really struggle to put something on the list if it hasn't hosted an Olympics. Because for me, and I, you guys might disagree, but for me, that is my like pinnacle sporting event. Well, I did I did think that when when I was sort of having having a little think before we came in and I do you know what I think the reason that America is so big New York has no reason to host an Olympics there's no there's no like it could do it in, yeah. a, in a heartbeat and when you're looking but at it where it's no, going it's LA and LA for a third time though. yeah so it LA Atlanta it's being spread and then shared with yeah and I just don't think I don't think New York has the need to host an Olympics because it is already such a a wildly huge sporting city. Um, but I do I do agree there is a there is a there is an element of if you host an Olympics, how big of a sporting city can you be? But I don't think you can I don't think you can overlook the fact that New York, especially you know it it arguably has the mecca of boxing in Madison Square Garden, and you know the the Knicks play there. The Rangers play there. It's it's one of the best multi-use venues in the world. Um, so I think for that reason, it has to be New York in silver. Which brings me on to Tokyo versus Boston for bronze. Um, it is very tough. It is very tough. And like I say, I hadn't considered Tokyo at all before... Uh, before we started recording, but you made a, a damn good argument for it, and you know Boston was one that crossed my mind. But in the in the same way that the Jets and Giants play in New Jersey, the Patriots play about forty kilometers outside of Boston. Um, so arguable as as to whether that is Boston or not, but I am gonna have to give the bronze one point to Rob for Boston because. I just think, you know, Tokyo has hosted two Olympics and or will host two Olympics, but I think the the clincher for that is the sort of worldwide appeal of Boston sport is wider than uh, wider than in Tokyo, and I'm sure you're going to try and disagree with me here, Sam. Uh, but there's no point. It's already over. It's fine. Um, but I just feel like. Rob made a very good point of you know in in ten years time Tokyo, or you you even made the point. In, I, I, in, I think it was my point. In ten or twenty years time, Tokyo could well be the biggest sporting city in the world. But as but we, that's the point I was as, making. There's... As we sit here today, yeah, I don't think it's quite as big in 
appeal. And I think that Boston. what we should probably make a little nod towards is that hopefully that changes. Hopefully that kind of Western perception changes. But and I suppose that's a good thing about Olympics, that they are opportunities to showcase sporting calibre to the rest of the world. And I think until until Japan has, you know, the big, the biggest league of a worldwide sport in the world. Yeah. That it will, I think it that's what it was like. I did look it, at it, it by it the way. It will struggle to I, sort yeah. of penetrate the, the, the Western consciousness, um, you know, because they have the, they have their own baseball league, but it's not as, it's not as well known as major league baseball. And, you know, they have the J league, but it's not as big as arguably any of the European leagues. Um, Rob's just Rob's just passed me an updated score list. So. Shock! I I was trying to I was just doing a bit of mental math. There has Rob won the series? Not quite. Not quite. Um, but we no, not quite. You know, I think I think Tokyo in ten years' time could well be there, but I I just don't think at the moment it has the the it certainly has the quality uh, the quantity. I just don't think at the moment it has the quality to uh, rival Boston. For a moment there, I thought we were going to get the party poppers out. What are the scores? Uh, the scores as they stand, with Rob picking up the maximum six points in this for the currently third time. The third this, time this season, currently eighteen from eighteen. Uh, oh, but it has to it has to be said though that Rob has shared points on. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, like, it's not like I was saying you guys have got hardly anything. There's been a lot of shared points. Um, but Rob is currently on eighteen, which is double Sam's score. Of nine. Well, it's over double your score of seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's over double my score of seven. I wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna touch on that. I was just gonna say I was on seven points and leave it at that. But um, yeah, Rob is now nine points clear of Sam, which means that. So if me and Callum team up, we're still losing. But it means that we need to score almost maximum points in the remaining few episodes. Of the yeah. series to stop Rob. Just think I just put a reminder. Listeners', listeners points. bonus points. Listeners bonus points. That's very true. So it's, all of it's our not over until it's over. All of our Japanese listeners out there, get your uh, get your bonus points votes in Absolutely. for Sam. Absolutely. Look, I fought the good fight. We didn't win. No, you did. You did fight the good fight, Sam, and that was very valiant of you. But at the end of the day, just not quite, not quite enough to to topple Rob this week. Although you did take three points. Admittedly, and, and he in, also and in, got and the three points. Three points that he but, also got, yeah. But it keeps you in, keeps you in with a shout of winning your second consecutive series. So you know, don't don't scoff at it. Um, and you're deciding next week. You are. And oh ne- yeah, so points I can pick up next week. So next week, you are the host and judge. What are we doing? And uh, yeah, reminder next week, sent in by Alex Oldland. We are doing. We've already done the other part of it, but this time we're doing worst Premier League strikers. It's always a fun one when the kind of the, the capitulations or the failures come around, isn't it? It's always a fun episode yeah, to I, research. Yeah, I quite enjoy them. What, 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 just what are you looking for from the yeah. worst what, Premier League strikers? Think, I honestly think, I was, I was sort of thinking about this when it came out, and like my football knowledge here is worse than both of yours, so I'm actually not going to do any research you want a good, all, You want a good story at then, all. I suppose. I want, I want some good stories. Okay, I will set... Mm, no, 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 I will set nothing. Just, I want some good stories. I want some epic failures. It's a very broad and open laughs. topic, isn't it's it? You can just broad, judge it how open. you want. Um, I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what you guys come with. and. Uh, I think it'll be a fun one. I think both of us can 
dig deep into our club's uh, well, transfer yeah, that's the thing. I could, history. We could, we could do a top ten of Newcastle and West Ham. And, 100%. But, I, I mean, I think the top three will will be an interesting an interesting situation. So you've got that, that to look forward to next week. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, do all, the, do all the things that you do for podcasts. Continue to listen and tell all your friends and family about us because... We want more listeners, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Put it frankly. I'm not going to beat be nice about the bush. No sugarcoating. I'm not going to beat about the bush with this one. We'd like to have more listeners. I think, and... I Put it this way. I think Series 2 has been a really good... I think we've enhanced things. It's been a really good laugh. It's been really good fun. The topics have been it's, brilliant. It's, it's been more relaxed. No... We, we feel more relaxed, but it's consequentially got a little bit more crazy, I think, than Season 1. I mean, last week's episode in particular was... I mean, it... it just, there were a lot of B numbers in, like, yeah. in in episode four. My head went descended into chaos, yeah, didn't it? Absolutely. But I had to get the bleeper out twice. I have really enjoyed it, and I think this is going to continue. But I'm I'm wary of the last four episodes. Rob could well romp away with this series. <laughs>